Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone, this is Paz from fantasyfootballscale.co.uk. You are listening to the Q&A. If you'd like to watch us live, we stream every Friday over on YouTube. Just search for Fantasy Football Scout. Thanks for listening. Hello everyone. Welcome to the Q&A ahead of game week 11. I'm joined by a slightly late Sam, but it's your birthday tomorrow, so we'll let you off. Sorry. It's my birthday tomorrow. I'm going to be really old. That's why. It's like the old age pensioner in me now. Like, <laughs> to get my bus pass out to get on the stream these days. Yeah, too busy looking out the window at the people parked on the on the pavement. You know, oh, damn kids, yeah, ball over the knitting. fence. All that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, moaning at the kids next door. Yeah, it sounds like you. Yeah, How are you, going? Are you doing anyway? You all right? I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, I've had a couple of good weeks, As I know. What's going on? I know. I, a I, good FPL week. I mean, after, you know, after last season, it was, you know, every week just seemed to be getting kind of worse and worse for you. And I, I felt yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt a bit bad sometimes. But this year, it's the opposite. Look at that. You're in the top million. You're flying high. You're half my rank I now. Am I? Yeah. I'm 1.6. You're 800. It's gone really well the last couple of weeks. Like, And I, and I was annoyed, actually, last week. Um, because like Reese James coming on for those 18 minutes, like yep. stay on the bench, Reese. I've got Aronson <laughs> coming off the bench if you stay there. Madison blanking when I had Pereira on the bench. It's kind of like, oh, come on now. But it has been, a, it's been a good three weeks. I think it's been three mm. like really nice, chunky green arrows. So I'm a little bit apprehensive about game week 12 now because the Reese James thing has thrown my my plans into a little bit of disarray but wildcard coming into game week 13 so the next time you hear from me my wildcard will be active yep i mean you were three million in game week seven and now you're 829k in game week 10 so you've yes a third of your rank so yeah really good uh really good start uh hello everyone in the chat thank you we've already had a super chat do get your super chats in. As always, half the money raised will go to Street Child United, where Janny is at the moment. Um, he's out in Qatar running Street Child United. The World Cup um, is going on. It's all about raising awareness and funds for uh, children living and working on the streets kind of across uh, the world. So really, really nice charity. It's a really crazy week. I'm sure there's questions. I'm sure the questions are most going to be, what the hell do we do with Trent and, and Rhys James? Uh, we'll try and yeah. answer those um, kind of as we go. Uh, quite a few people wishing you happy birthday, Sam. It's nice, isn't it? Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. Yep. Uh, just before we get into the Q and A, uh, just a word from our sponsor, which is Fantasy Five for this stream. Uh, if you're not aware of Fantasy Five, it's a free-to-play game where you pick five players across five matches. All the players have a fantasy points target, and if all five of your picks 
meet their target, you win £10,000. I play each week. I haven't won yet. Uh, these were my picks last week. Madison Son, Paqueta, Jesus and Anthony. I really thought I was going to win this, you know, last week. Four out of five of them returned, but yeah. none of them reached their target. Oh, no. no. Mm. Um, the winners uh, from the games, uh, West Ham Fulham, if you'd picked Andres Pereira, uh, if you'd gone for Casemiro or Iwobi in Everton United. Iwobi? I know. See, it's not all, it's not the big names that do it. It's the ones, it's like players like Iwobi who just need an assist. And they have a target of really low points. They're the ones, you know, sometimes it's, it's good to go for. Uh, Bournemouth Leicester had quite a few. Uh, Billing being one of the one of the big names. Mm. There was no winners, though, in the Brighton Spurs match. So no one achieved. Let's not mention it as. No, let's not talk about that. I, I don't want to get into an argument about that. Uh, and last of Liverpool, there was quite a few. I probably wouldn't argue with you, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I was already, I've already had a go at um, one of my Spurs friends in a WhatsApp chat. One of uh, uh, Planet FPL James. Uh, I don't want to, you know, us to fall out. It's unlikely that you'd get an argument out of me, to be honest. <laughs> I, uh, I probably Good. feel similar to how you did. I thought we were quite lucky. Good. I'm glad. There well, the, the, well the, fact, the fact there was no winners in it, I think, shows the kind of job that Spurs did. It was, you know, it was a, it was a cagey, yeah, cagey game. Yeah, were the best players on the yeah, pitch. They were. Uh, and then Arsenal Liverpool. So there's links in the description. Give it a play. Sam and I were doing our selections ahead of next game week. Yeah, and try and win uh, 10 grand for free. Why not? <laughs> Right, let's talk about Game Week 11. Oh, I mean, I, I genuinely could use some help. Um, maybe I should put a super with chat life in. With <laughs> Well, both. Both. Uh, let's take uh, Dave Thomas's chat, uh, super chat first. I got Sterling in on a punt ahead of Game Week 7. Two cancellations, a two-pointer and a benching. Should I keep the faith or transfer out for Son? That's oh, brutal. You've got to keep the faith. You That's have brutal, to keep the faith, don't you? If you've invested in Sterling, like I think you have to keep him, don't you? Are you asking me? Um, yeah, I think. Don't you think? I, I, I don't think you can. He's had the benching now. Yeah. Surely it is. It, I mean, I did not expect that Chelsea lineup at all from Potter. You know, James Bench, bonkers. Sterling. You know, Bama Yang was benched. Who we were talking about last yeah, week? Well. I know it was it was a crazy week. I mean, Sterling has played ninety minutes in pretty much every other game this season. Um, yeah, I still think he's he's Chelsea's best weapon, and, and Potter knows that. So I'm not expecting him to be benched often. I think you're probably right. I think that probably w- was his his one benching. You can't really look at past things with, with this kind. Of, I know there was two cancellations. There's nothing you can do about that. That's not Sterling's fault. No. The benching no. was annoying and caught a lot of people off guard, but. You've got to think he, he gets back in the team. And it's a good run of games for Sterling. You know, Villa, Brentford, United at home, Brighton away. That's all right. I'd keep yep. him. I'd keep him. I would too. I, I mean, I think Sun could be an option. But the mm. problem with Sun is, is, and I'm still firmly in the camp of it depends on who else is on the Spurs pitch as to what Sun you're going to get. Like, I firmly believe that that's the case. You get Sun without Perisic, you get good Sun. You get Sun with Perisic, you get less than average son and whereas with Sterling I kind of think that Chelsea look Chelsea proved against Wolves last week that and I know it was against Wolves but Wolves defensively aren't that bad usually that they were they're a bit of force now right they've got good players they are building something under Potter he's creating something that means that he can afford to rotate some of his better players and still take three points out of the game but you know I think 
Chelsea should pretty much be there now in the Champions League and another set of points in the next fixture and, and they, they're through in that. So we should see less rotation, I think, with Sterling over the next mm. few weeks. And I do like what Potter is doing at Chelsea and I like where they're heading. And I think a lot of people in the next few weeks, myself included when I wildcard, will be looking for routes into the Chelsea team and, and Sterling will likely be a popular pick. So I think if you already own him, just stick with would be my feeling on it. I think so I mean they're they're improving right Chelsea are improving yeah. under Potter I, I'm impressed it's been this this quick the, the kind of transformation yeah. but you know it's two really impressive wins against AC Milan who are a top team um, in Italy mm-hmm. uh, big win against Wolves you know with, with their second string squad I completely agree they are definitely building something and Sterling you know I'm looking at players who not many people have got to try and you know get ahead and I look at someone like Sterling and I think I'm not going to be able to get him because my midfield is, is doing okay. But if I had him, I'd be pretty happy. I'd be excited. He's he's one of the few players who I'd actually be excited about. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, cool. Um, that actually answers, I think, answers Kel Zanke's uh, super chat as well. Keep or sell Sterling for a hit. Definitely wouldn't well, sell definitely him for a hit. Keep. Yeah, yeah, definitely keep him. There's no one There's no one that I'd want for a four-point hit more than Sterling this week no. against Villa. I'd, no. I'd definitely keep him. Uh, Damien Brains, Doherty. Yes, thank you, Damien, because I want to talk about Doherty as a James replacement. Happy birthday, Sam. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm this close, Sam. I'm this close to buying Doherty. To bringing him in? Yep. Okay. Um, I thought he was excellent against Brighton. I thought him and Sessegnon were the best players on the Spurs pitch. Um, I thought... Given what Conte had said about him not being ready, he went out there with the point to prove that he was ready and that he could do this. And he did it really well against a really good Brighton team. Like A lot of people look at that 1-0 Spurs and go, mm, boring Spurs. Actually, Brighton are a really, really, really good team. They've got really good players. They're defensively solid. And in attack, they look so much better since the new managers come in. Like They're just more threatening even than they had been in the early part of this season, where I still thought that actually Brighton were, were good going forward. So my view is that Sessegnon and Doherty did a really good job on that side. And I think Doherty has played better in that one game than I've seen Royale play mm. across the entire season so far. And, you know, Royale comes back into the team for the Champions League because, of course, not suspended in that. And I, every time he got the ball, was like, here we go again. It's going to be another failed cross. It's going to be another pointless attack because it's ended up with him. Whereas when Doherty takes it forward, he's got some final product in him. He's got a a good cross in him. He's got a good pass. He can pick it out. I like him. And I wonder whether in the next, because he's going to start the next two. I don't see him playing the Perisic-Sessignon thing because he's had the rotation around the Champions League with Royale so I think it will be Doherty on that side for the next two games in 12 uh, 11 and 12 sorry and I think in that time if he plays like he did against Brighton against Everton at the weekend and then take some of that form into Manchester United in midweek we could see him hold his spot because I just need doctors a few people in the chat saying you know in a couple of weeks Emerson comes back and then we're not really sure kind of what what happens there but I only need Doherty for two weeks because then I'm going to go move straight back to Cancelo right that's what a lot of people are, are thinking yeah. of doing if you, if you haven't got him like like I have for example I guess if you're buying like a long-term pick for that spot there's probably well, better harder. options but I, yeah. I just need for two weeks and with Emerson suspended pick, uh, I think he plays them both I don't know whether I'm happy or 
upset that you've said he's a what decent option. What did you option. want me to say? You I, wanted me to say I wanted, he's not an option. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Because yeah. Cucurella's safer, right? Or Dyer or some of the other boring. But Doherty is the only exciting defender that I can really think of. Him and Perisic. But I don't think yeah. Perisic starts both. I don't either. Like, I think he's Sessignon out of favour. I agree. I think what we've got with Perisic is a Sessignon who... For me, the last two games, the Champions League game in midweek, as well as uh, the game against Brighton, were the best matches I've ever seen Sessegnon play in the Spurs shirt. Mm. I thought that he was excellent. And he deserved the man of the match, I thought, against Brighton, because he was really good. And that's testament to how good Brighton were going forward, that he was the one that was picked out as man of the match, right? My feeling is, is that he starts one of these games. I don't think he gets dropped. So... Which way round do I think it comes? Like even if, and even if Perisic does start one of them, I don't think he's going to play ninety minutes. I think he'll come, mm. you know, he might come on for twenty minutes at the end of, the, at the end of one of the games and go off, you know, uh, early in another. Like I, I think Cessna is a difficult pick, not because I don't like him, but because I don't think he plays the next two. But I do think that Doc plays the next two. Oh, I guess it's tricky because it was only last week when Conte was saying, you know, Doherty's not showing what he showed me last season. He's not ready to start and I don't want to lose with him playing in the team. And now yeah. suddenly it's like, oh, actually now. We maybe... haven't lost with him in the team. <laughs> no. Well, that's, that is true. Yeah. I mean, he was he he was all right, I thought, against against Brian. He, he, he's the most natural right wing back you've got out of all the options. Emerson, Spence. I mean, Spence can do it as well, but he's, he's completely out of favour at the moment, isn't he? But I think he's the most kind of experienced and he's, he's played in that position a lot and, and, you know, and had a good season for you last, last year. Um, yeah. I mean, it would have to be, I, th- I think Perisic plays Everton, plays on the left and Doherty on the right. And then I think Session comes in against United and Doherty keeps his spot and Perisic drops out. Because it's really interesting that Perisic didn't play in that Champions League game, which was an important game. But I think that was testament to how well Doherty exactly. did, how yeah. Doherty and Sessegnon did, you yeah. know. So Doherty was always going to miss that one because Royale was available. Yeah. And I think probably Conte's plan was that Sessegnon would play the Brighton game, Perisic gets a rest, Perisic comes in for the Champions League game. But I think it's way more, it's, it's a way bigger thing than just who plays better in that wing-back position because you know if you're making a straight choice between Perisic and Sessegnon as to who's the better player in that pitch well at the moment it's still Perisic that is the better player but the impact that Perisic has on the rest of the Spurs team I don't think is as good as the impact that Sessegnon has because for me whenever Perisic is in the starting 11 I'm like well that's Son having a terrible game then and then whenever Sessegnon's there I always think oh there you go that's going to be a good game for Son and so far that's what we're seeing like Son and Sessegnon's relationship is so much better because Perisic likes the positions that Son also likes. So if I'm Conte, I'm looking at that Spurs team thinking, well, that I've got I've got two issues to weigh up. I've got the the Perisic versus Sessegnon in terms of who's the better defender in that slot, but I've also got the added complication that's well, who who has the better impact on the rest of the Spurs squad going into two must-win fixtures. You know, if we win this game, this against Everton at the weekend. This will be our best ever start to a Premier League, the first 10 games of a Premier League really? season. Like, hmm. Yeah, so 22 is currently our best point. Um, is currently our, We're on 22 at the moment and 23 is our best. So if we win this game, it'll be our best ever start. So, you know, when you think about how arguably poor Spurs have been in these opening fixtures what we've seen when Sun is at his best is much, much better performances. Our best performances have mm. come when Perisic hasn't been on the pitch. 
Wow. Okay. Right. I'm sold. Dockety it is. <laughs> Go for the It'll give you a one. massive green arrow as well if Spurs keep oh, clean sheet. What is it, like 0.3% owned or something? Really, yeah, really low. it'd be massive. Yep. You'll be starting a bandwagon. I will. The Doherty bandwagon. I didn't think I'd be doing that this season. It's amazing how quickly things can turn around, isn't it? Just a red, a red card for Royale and suddenly Doherty is his flavour of the, of the yeah. week. Uh, PB, should I play Pope or Ward? I think that's an easy one, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think if you've got Pope, you've got to play him. There's absolutely no way I would play Ward against against <laughs> Leicester against Palace. Sorry, they're gonna no. They're gonna get ruined by Zaha and Eze and Elise and Edward. Well, top. we all hope they <laughs> yeah. are all of us Zaha owners. I'd um, de- I'd definitely play Pope. I mean, look at United last night. I mean, you know they they scored in, in the last minute, but they had so many chances. The keeper was fantastic. Pope would have got about a twelve point haul oh, if if he'd if he'd played in that game. He made so many saves. The goalkeeper. They're still not yeah. that clinical in front of goal. I, d- I definitely Still play Pope. I do like conceding one, though. Mm. I just think Pope's got less chance of conceding loads. So do I. I'd, and I'd, therefore, I'd, I'd definitely, go, I'd, go Pope. Yeah, I'd play Pope. Um, okay. Delia. Hi, Delia. Hi, Delia. Uh, Delia's on a wild card. Ooh. Nice. Uh, should I get Salah in for KDB? What do you think about Palace? And should I keep Trossard? Keep Trossard. That's easy. Definitely, Let definitely, definitely. Keep. I think I think he's one of the best captain options uh, midweek as well. Home, Game week twelve, I do home too. Home to Forest. Yeah, I do too. Definitely, keep, I really like Trossard. Definitely keep him. When I wild card, I'll be one hundred percent bringing him in. Yeah. Um. What were the other questions? Shall I get Salah? Uh, yeah. Well, again, right. So, well, actually, another... actually, sorry. The qu- the question is actually: Should I get Salah or KDB? You definitely get Salah over KDB, considering KDB hasn't got a game in twelve. Yeah, but I guess the but I guess the bigger question there is: Do you keep KDB for the Liverpool game and then move him to Salah for the midweek game? Because you could do that, couldn't you? If you, you think, mm, yeah, I suppose you, you could book the midweek transfer in. I suppose I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I just go. I, I, I just go <laughs> the for Salah. The problem I have with oh, would you see the problem I have with Salah is that I think Luis Diaz is a massive miss, an absolutely massive miss to that Liverpool attack. Like I, he's been their better player for me this season. And we saw Salah come on against a tiring Rangers team and it's Rangers. We are we gonna what are we gonna see from Salah against Manchester City? A Manchester City side that's rested because apparently they all had disturbing issues in midweek, so they all got a rest, um, according to Pep. <laughs> you know, they were all tired. So they've all they've all had a rest in midweek. They've all, um, and they're in great form. And they're playing in second gear, Manchester City, and they can easily clip that up and, and, and go full out attack at, at um, Liverpool at the weekend. And then in midweek, you've got Salah playing a growing in confidence and looking a lot better West Ham team. So I'm not convinced that Salah's worth it. The way I'm, the way I'm looking, the, the way I'm looking at quite a few, because I, I was debating just getting Cancelo in right this week. And playing him against Liverpool, then just riding out the blank. But let's okay. imagine this week was a double game week, and it was Liverpool mm. with City away. No, sorry, City at home, and then West Ham at home. Two games. Yeah. Or KDB with one game away at Anfield. You'd pick Salah every day. I I don't disagree with you on that, but is Salah the best pick? Like, is Son not a better pick? Is Sterling not a better pick? 
for the fixtures they have. Well, that wasn't the, I, that I, wasn't the question. I mean, that's a, that's a that's a separate that's a separate topic, I guess. The, if I was wildcarding, I don't think I'd get Salah. I think is the point I was making. Okay. So I agree with you that if the straight choice is between KDB and Salah, then I think Salah is the option you go for for the next two game weeks because yeah. of what you've just said. But if you're on a wild card, the issue isn't really a straight choice between Salah and KDB, is it? It's Salah and KDB or a another. And my view is that maybe that or an another. So would you would you would you would you pick Son Sterling? If I had Salah, I would captain him in game week twelve. I wouldn't trust him. Interesting. See, that's where we, that's where we differ, I guess. Because I, I think out of the premiums, he's that's a. I know West Ham have been decent defensively, but it's still a good fixture. And he had. I'd know, rather captain Trossard than Salah. Would you? Game week twelve. Yeah. Interesting. See, I wouldn't. If I would, yeah. I would, I would, I'd still, I'd still put Salah at the top. I'll captain Kane against Manchester United before I would Salah against West Ham. So there's a lot of. And I, I, so for me, I guess that clouds my judgment slightly on the mm. KDB Salah thing because I think if if you're if you're adamant it has to be one of those two, then yes, go Salah. Yeah. But if if there is a but a part of you that thinks beyond the, those fixtures, then and the other thing is it's you know getting yourself in a situation that you're prepared for the future, isn't it? When you probably want Foden in or whoever it is that you want rather than KDB, so. Going down to Sterling or, or Sun from from KDB is still you can still drop them down further again than to Foden the week after. So, uh, yeah, for me, I would look at the other options over Salah. By of the two, KDB versus Salah, then yes, go Salah. Okay. For me, if I was wildcarding, I'd have Salah. So we are completely yeah, completely different uh, at that. I think yeah. they've just they've just had a, a massive win in the Champions League playing Salah up top as a striker. He's not going to suddenly not do that now. Like that worked. <laughs> he's not going to put him back on the wing and say Rangers, though. it was. But this, it's a system, right? It's all about systems. He's, he's not going to suddenly be like, oh, that system worked really well, and this system that's been awful for us all season. Mm. Let's go back to that. Like, why would he do that? He's going to carry on playing what's what's working. Firmino's going to come in, which is going to be a, a, a boost for for Salah. He's going to play yeah. Salah further up front with um, Jota, probably. Yeah, I think he's all right. Mm. I think he's all right. <laughs> I just think they're going to get smashed. I honestly think that Liverpool are going to get absolutely smashed by City at the weekend. Mm. Yeah, I yeah, but then yeah, I, but you're not captaining this week. It's, it's purely for that West Ham game at home. Anyway, there you go, yeah. Delia. Does that help? But is the confidence dead then? Is the confidence <laughs> dead if they get smashed by City at the weekend? Is the confidence dead going mm. into West Ham? They're on a high now. I don't know. I'm not keen. And one other question, Delia, is what do you think about Palace? So excluding uh, Gahey and, and Eze. So we're talking Zaha, probably Anderson, Anderson. maybe Guaita in goal. I mean, they've got the best fixtures. I think Zaha's yeah. a must. That's my that's my opinion of, of Palace. I think you've got to own yeah. Zaha. I agree. I also quite like the double up with the fixtures. I think if I was wildcarding, I'd take a chance on Anderson at the back. Yep. Don't know if I'd go, I don't know if I'd go Gaeta because I think that the defenders offer something else. So mm. I probably would go Anderson. Um, and Zaha, but I don't mind a little cheeky punt on Eze. You've got to have Zaha for Leicester, Wolves, Everton, Southampton, West Ham, Forest, Fulham, Bournemouth. I mean, he's going to troll us all, but yes, you do have to have him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you don't really need to look that far forward. You only need to look to, you know, game week, uh, what is it, 16, because then it's, then it's the World Cup yeah. break. But so it's one, two, three, four, five, six fixtures, but it's such a nice six fixtures. For, yeah, yeah, I agree. 
bizarre. So, Which is why I think you can double up. You yeah. could go with two attackers from Palace if you want to. Yeah. Um, Cash Studios. Hey, I told you to bring in Firmino as. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't buy it, but I mean, people who've gone with Firmino this season have done really well. He's just scoring like every week, isn't he? Uh, it worked for me, but not the gay one. This week, planning Reese James to Eric Dyer. That is not as exciting as Bobby Firmino. <laughs> Sam's boy, Eric Dyer. I love Eric Dyer. Yeah. I mean, he is, I think if you're just looking for a really steady, safe pair of hands to get you through, yeah. you know, for six weeks or so, I think Dyer's probably the best pick because he's going to play. He's got some threat. He's just boring. <laughs> so no, he's not. boring. <laughs> he's great. He's brilliant. And he wants to see it on the World Cup playing. Yeah. I, um, I am I am the fully signed up and fledged member of the Eric Dyer fan club right now. I am loving him. And I don't think it's boring. I think it's sensible, actually, to go with Eric Dyer. I think he's a sensible pick. Um, don't have to worry about rotation. You don't have to worry about, um, you know, him doing anything completely stupid. Spurs are looking fine defensively. You know, they're, they're being all right. They're keeping clean sheets. Um, some clean sheets you know the, the fixtures that we've got over the next couple of weeks there should be more clean sheets that come in that time yeah sign me up sign I'm going to bring in Eric Dyer on wild card sign I might you, even do it before to be honest I might bring Eric Dyer in before Eric Dyer yep well I'm going Doherty because I like pain but I think apparently. it's different though because you're do- no but I I get that for two weeks mm. if you're doing a wild card till the international break into the world cup then I think you go Dyer. If you're doing it for two weeks like you are because you're going back to Cancelo, then have some fun with Matt Doherty. <laughs> what a phrase. Doherty's a fling, <laughs> Dyer's a marriage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Stephen Gallagher, happy birthday, Sam. Thank uh, you. Mitrovic, here's the first Mitrovic question. Do wait for team news. We are going to get an update from Silver today. Very, What's he gonna say, very mixed reports coming through um is he even going to be like helpful because last week i wouldn't say he was very helpful no i mean last week he kind of made it seem that he would be fine for bournemouth but we haven't actually seen him training um no. we've seen an image of him with the squad posing for photos but yeah but not I mean, actually training pose for the squad yeah you could be have a broken leg i know the squad. but he didn't he didn't have a cast or any bandages or anything so people are kind of trying to work Took with them that. off just for the picture then there was some training videos and he wasn't spotted any of those so yeah could that yeah so no one no one really knows what's going on with mitrovic if mitrovic is out because otherwise you keep him if he's fit uh mitrovic for wilson or nunez already have salah i love wilson yeah i just think wilson's a nice pick like nunez i think that there's a risk that he doesn't get many minutes like particularly with how good Firmino is being if you want if you, if we're saying that we think Salah's going to move back into the middle then that's our problem for Nunez like surely then it's a front three of Salah, Firmino and Jota yeah I mean I don't think you can although I've been kind of saying I think Salah's a decent option I don't think we can really double up on Liverpool attack given no. given the kind of issues we've had right um I do I do like the Callum Wilson pick though I think he you know with the injuries that Newcastle have Yes, they're protecting him a little bit in terms of minutes and what have you. But when Callum Wilson plays, Callum Wilson scores goals. Like he's a goal scorer. You know, I think he'll do well in the next couple of weeks. It's a small sample for Wilson. But did you know that when he's been playing, he has over the last six weeks, he has a better XGI than Haaland? Wilson's better than Haaland. That's what I'm hearing you say. That is is it. And also (laughs) he has lovely teeth and he's a very handsome man. So 
and he seems like a nice bloke. He's just a really nice <laughs> so guy. And I feel, well, bring I, him in. Yeah, there you go. There's your reasons. There's your, there's your yeah. really analytical reasons. We uh, like we like Callum Wilson on this. I do. I love Callum Wilson. I think he's great. I think yeah, he's I, a, do I too. think he's a really good footballer. I think you know he's so injured. He's so unlucky with the injuries that that he gets because. You know, he, yeah. if he didn't have the injuries, I think he'd be playing for a top side. I mean, he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, he kind of is playing for a top side now, anyway. But but he's playing for a top side by chance, yeah. Rather than exactly. By, I do know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if he was not injury prone, he would probably have been yeah. signed by one of the top six. Exactly. I think I think he's a top six player. Absolutely. And he's yeah. he's very 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 good player. And probably, He'll I mean, end up at one of the top six because Newcastle are going to be mm. growing. Mm. But he could have already been there. I think. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I missed a super chat apparently from Nick. Who'd you miss? I miss Nick, apparently. Where's that? Dino, Gilzang. Oh, no, Matt. Sorry, Matt. I did miss this one. Uh, bench one. Out of Foden, Martinelli, Zaha, Sterling, Madison, Tony and Jesus. This is the problem when you don't go for the two premiums and you have a stacked squad. Bench boost? <laughs> Would you bench boost? Depends what the rest of the bench is like. Foden, Martinelli, Zaha. Of them, I would bench Tony. Yeah, so would I. But if you can't, if you're, if the, so, all right. So if the rest of your bench has, it's going to have a couple of defenders in it, isn't it? That's the problem. It's probably going to have two cheap benched defenders in it. Matt says he's currently benching Sterling. He would be the last one I'd bench out of that lot. You can't bench Sterling. I'd bench Tony. Villa. I'd bench Tony as well. That's exactly what I was thinking. Original plan was Foden. You can't bench Foden. Can't bench Foden. <laughs> they're the two. They're the two out of all of these. I definitely wouldn't bench. And I wouldn't bench Zaha. No, I wouldn't bench Marcelo against Leeds. No, I think it's, 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 it's Madison. Be... It's Madison or Tony for me. Madison against Palace. It's Madison. Madison or Tony. I wouldn't bench Madison. I'd bench Tony. The problem with Madison is you never really know when he's going to go off on one. Like... No. It's either going to be a one-pointer or a haul, it feels like, with Madison. So it, Madison could be one of those that you feel... I don't think that Brentford go massive. They got Brighton, right? Mm. That I don't think Brentford go massive. Like, ah. if, if they score, it's one. It's not three. So I would say that Tony's ceiling is six, whereas I think the others have got a bigger ceiling. I'd bench Tony. If, you got, if you're making me pick one... I'll bench Tony. Yep, I agree. I wouldn't want to bench any of them, but I think I'd no, bench, I, I. I, I agree with you. I'd bench Tony out of those. Um, Nihal Kukani, Cancelo to Romero and Sterling oh. to Son. The Spurs love here. What is happening today? I don't like either of those moves this week. I wouldn't sell Sterling away at Villa and I wouldn't sell Cancelo. Definitely not for okay. a hit. I mean, this is prep for game week 12 though, isn't it? That's what that is about. Well, Sterling's still got a game. The Cancelo one. Yeah, but... You, you so, know... I, if it was me, I would do nothing. I would do nothing. I'd roll the transfer and deal with it on Tuesday. Yeah. And I'd keep Sterling and I'd sell Cancelo. See, the thing is, then, you, then, you're te- then you're making a decision, aren't you? If you're selling Cancelo, then you decide whether you want to bring him straight back in again for game week 13. I think you probably do. And then you have to question whether you're selling him at all. But if you are, then you go for a fun pick that... Mm. can bring you points in game week 12 and I don't think Romero against Man United is the right pick I mean Nahal's saying he's on a wild card in, in game week 13 so why not go for Doherty and I am absolutely if you're wild carding in game week 13 then just but even then th- there are other teams 
like Brighton defence against Nottingham Forest, who I would invest in for game week 12 over Spurs against United. United can get a goal against Spurs. So pick one of the Brighton attackers. So you'd pick, a, you'd pick a Brighton defender over Doctor if you buy one this week? For game week twelve, so we, for this week and for this weekend twelve. So, so this weekend, I think Doherty get will get a clean sheet. Midweek, I don't. He could get attacking returns. So, say he gets across the two games, I think he could arguably get ten. Yep. Brighton, I think they keep clean sheet against Forest. So that's six. I think there's a good chance they could clean sheet against Brentford as well. So. You could be on twelve. You're supposed to be talking me into Matt Doherty, and now you're trying to sell me a Brighton defender. What? I kind of assumed that you've already thought about your own defence. Well, I have, but you you were all, we were both on the Matt Doherty train, saying what a great option he is for two weeks. Now he's a standout. Now you're trying to tell me that Lewis Dunk is the, the guy. No, it... <laughs> <laughs> make your mind up. Well, no, I like them both. But this is the point, isn't it? If you're wildcarding in game week thirteen, you can play with it. Like you don't, you don't have to. Like Romero is not a player I would go. If I'm wildcard in 13, I wouldn't pick Romero for the next two no. weeks. No, just that... you, all you've got from Romero is a yellow card and. But I don't like I don't like either of those moves. I don't like Cancelo to well, Romero Sterling. or Sterling to Son for a hit. I definitely don't like. No, that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do either. I'd hold the transfer this week and then in midweek next week, if you have to sell if you have to sell Cancelo to get a full team out, yeah. then sell him for somebody fun, like Doherty, like Dunk. Like somebody that you don't care about having yeah. long term. That's what I'm trying to say badly, clearly. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would, I would just keep Cancelo this week. I think that, that game against Liverpool, he could, he could get attack returns in that. I would, I would, sure. I would just keep him. I don't do anything. Um, Alpasadi Ahmed, uh, Neko Williams to Webster, mm. uh, Wilson to Tony, or do you want to sell Wilson? Or just James to Webster? Yeah, why on earth would you sell Wilson for Tony? Definitely. I wouldn't do Wilson for Tony. I guess to get the funds to do Williams to Webster. Or should I just sell James for Webster? How much more expensive is he, Webster? Webster's 4-5. Williams is, well, 4, wasn't he, at the start? 4-1, yeah. Um, I definitely wouldn't sell Wilson. Do you think, all right, here's one for you. Do you think that Webster is the best Brighton defender? The, the stats suggest he is. But, but the eye test, for me... <sighs> The trouble with Dunk is he's either got or he's close to the record for the most own goals in the season. <laughs> and I'm not joking when I say he is, I've never seen a player more likely to get an own goal than he is. It's unbelievable. Um, the flip oh, side of that is he, about the flip side is he does take some free kicks occasionally for no reason. He's not particularly good at them, but he does take them. Um, and like Harry Kane. yeah, and he has he has been our main goal threat from defence, you know, for the last mm. couple of seasons. Just not this year. I just yeah. think Webster is being targeted more from from corners, and he has a better yeah. baseline bonus. So, yeah. and he doesn't. I mean, and he, somehow and he, I've got Veltman, who's not even in any Veltman's all right. But Veltman, Veltman. I mean, I've got Veltman on my bench. He's coming in for game week twelve, so that's fine. Um, I, I look. Reese James is difficult. Are we hearing from Potter today? Yeah. He's not going to tell the truth, is he? Potter. There's there's no way that, that James is going to be fit for, for this week or all midweek. No, but if he was fit... Mm... No way. Mm. No way. He was on crutches after the game. Mm. 
There's, a, there's, abs- gonna... there's absolutely no way James starts the next two games. No way. I would be amazed. Jake's grumbling behind me, if you can hear him. He's, he agrees with me. Jake's not happy about Potter either. No, he's not. He's not he's, happy. He's, he'll bite him in the face if he ever sees him. Got him. Um, one of my cats was crying at me earlier. <laughs> so, you know. um, I think Nico Williams is a worry because I think he's lost his spot. Yeah. Now, I think he's only, he's get, he'll get minutes over the next two weeks because Aurier is not going to be able to play 90 for a while yet. So Nico Williams is going to get like 20 minutes at the end of game. Mm. So if you are happy for a one-pointer, then fine. Just keep him and deal with it whenever on international break. Don't know why I keep calling it that on the World Cup. <laughs> on the World Cup. Deal with it then. It technically is but an international if, break. I suppose it is. Yeah, I suppose I'm not. <laughs> I'm not totally wrong there, am I? Um, but if you are, if you're, I think it depends on where you are for game week twelve, doesn't it? If you're scrabbling around for players in game week twelve and you want assurances, then rather than taking a minus four to take out a player like Wilson, who I think could be great for you over the next couple of weeks, then just do the Reese James down. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you would do? I I don't know. I, I would I'd re- only reluctantly sell Reese James. I mean, unless Potter comes out and says he's out for two months or, or three months, um, you know, then then he, obviously he's an easy sell. But the the, the rumours are, and this is going out very early before Potter's press conference, is that he's hoping to be back by United. But I I just don't. I think he could be out for a while. He's he's done his knee ligaments. They they reckon he's not going to be back in a week. He's definitely going to miss. Two, he's definitely going to miss the I next mean, I two want games. Him back. I want him back by midweek. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard to answer that question because if, if James is out for a while, then James to Webster, I think, is a good move because we've got, okay. we've got two good fixtures coming up and then you can kind of assess. If James is still, a, you know, might be back, then I think you want to keep him because you're going to want him back pretty soon because Chelsea's fixtures stay really nice. Mm. I like Williams to Webster, but I wouldn't sell Wilson. So I don't really know how to answer this question. Yeah? You've got to wait, you've got to wait for the press conference with Potter and, and, and see. I think you do. You absolutely have to wait for Potter to say something that will be irrelevant and we won't have any more clarity on, you know, who he's going to start or what have you, because that's what happened last week with mm. Potter. He said some stuff and then it was different. Uh, yeah, looking around that price bracket, there is, there is a, the players, there's no one... A good, a good point from SBAM is that you, you mentioned Aurier not being able to play 90 minutes. Well, that could work in Neko Williams' favour because it could be Aurier starting the next game and then when you need him... Williams comes in. That's true. Midweek. That is definitely true. I mean, Aurier is not fully fit. I mean, you saw on Monday night the level of strapping that he had around his leg. Mm. He's just not able. I mean, he was barely able to play four matches for Spurs when he was there. He's not fully fit. So... You wish you couldn't play four matches for Spurs when he was there. Um. So he's not going to be. He, that that is a very valid point. Is he probably gets the start on Saturday, but then does he get the start again in midweek? Maybe not. Maybe Williams does get the start in midweek when we all need him. Maybe Williams is our little ray of sunshine that suddenly provides us all with a bit of lighthearted relief. I think it's all on Potter. I think you have to wait for Potter. Yeah. Whatever Potter says is going to make the decision, but probably it's Reese James out. If yeah. Potter sorry, says anything other than he's back. It's not. It's not the best answer. Um, you know, but we can't really. Yeah. Say, if 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 Potter, if if Potter says James out for a while, do the move to Webster. If James is going to be fit soonish maybe maybe he hasn't done his ligaments and he's expected to be back in a week then you keep it maybe it's just a bruise yeah uh deck um kdb i'm not sure why kdb is there kdb keep trossard or son got a wild card 
You, well, you definitely keep Trossard for the next two. Trossard is one of the best picks in the game for the next two. Brentford and Forest at home. No-brainer. Son, you I like... I think if you've got Son, you keep, yeah. don't you? Yep. I don't see any reason why you'd sell Son or Trossard no. this week. Son against Everton, Trossard against Brentford, then Trossard against Nottingham Forest. I mean, he's a player I want. I want to buy Trossard. Yeah, yeah, same. And KDB, I think you... If you've got a wild card in your pocket... I think you can keep him for this week, sell him for someone next week. You know, maybe you don't want Salah, but maybe like Sterling, like you mentioned, or someone and have a bit of fun with it. And then yeah. and then wildcard him back in if you want him afterwards. So, or wildcard to Foden afterwards. Yeah. So yeah. keep Trossard, keep Son, keep KDB for one week and then potentially bring someone else in yep. afterwards. Lovely. That's it. That's all the super chats. Done. I will take some just other questions uh, from the chat. Uh, right, a lot of people are saying just selling sell James, but obviously you can sell him, but then he might be back soon. Um, I'm going to wait for Potter. Vindy, what about Edouard? There you go. There's another Palace player we've mentioned. What do you think of Edouard? Yeah, I mean, I like Palace. I like I like the way they play. I like the football. that They pass the eye test for me every time I watch Palace. I like them. And I think if you want to go, you know, Zaha's a differential as he is, to be honest, because he's still not very highly owned. So he's still going to give you a nice green arrow. But if you want to take advantage of the the really nice run of fixtures that Palace have got. I mean, they're top of the ticker. Like They mm. look like the team fixture-wise to invest in, and the form is arguably there as well. So, yeah, Edouard, Eze, go for it. Yeah, I mean, Edouard, the problem with Edouard's always been minutes. Uh, you know, he started the season playing 57, then 27, 69, 66, 36, 27. That's awful. Like, that's exactly what you don't want. But he's played 85-ish minutes in the last two games, scored two and two. Yep. So he's going to start. I, I mean, it's, it's a good run of games. I would just, I'd always have an exit strategy with him. Um, the thing is, he's 5-3, so he's cheap. You so, also have kind of got the exit strategy in in the World Cup, haven't you? So worst case scenario, if the if he's not, if he suddenly stops getting minutes or he can score off the bench, we've seen that from him before, like come off the bench and get mm. stuff. So, you know, even if he suddenly drops down after game week 12, you don't necessarily need all your bench players anyway. So if, if, you know, we bench him for a few weeks, that's fine. And you can just deal with it over the unlimited transfer window. Like, I, I think it's a punt I would take, depending mm. upon what my team was set out like at the moment. Yep. Uh, Blake Young, Deserby does look like you as. Don't know what Mark is talking about. See? I think he looks You do bit... look alike. Oh, thank Why you. Why did Mark say you didn't? He, he scoffed at me. Scoffed at the very suggestion that I looked a bit like Deserby. You do. Thank you. More attractive. <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh, Flirt, klaxon, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'd hope I look a bit more attractive than Deserby. He's getting on a bit, isn't he? Must be mid... No, he's actually he's young. Maybe I don't reckon he's that much older than... <laughs> well, you're really? younger than me. I don't reckon he's that much older than me. Let's have a look. He's older than... He's be, he's, he's, he'd be older than me, but I don't think he'd be loads older than me. He's 43. Okay, he's younger than I thought he was. So he's not that much older than me. Yeah. You're, you're, you're 30... Something mid thirties, aren't you? Thirty <laughs> something. I'm thirty something. Yeah, you 30 got... something. yeah, thirty something. I'll let you take a guess, but I'm not answering it live on air. Say that. <laughs> get it, get Too it, many thirty something. Yeah, Vindy says forty seven. Not you, Deserby. I thought. I thought. Deserby, <laughs> I thought Deserby was like forty seven. Um, I don't think he is. Is he? He's forty three. He's forty three. Right? Yeah, he's forty three. Yeah, so he's not. Yeah. He's not that much older than me. Yeah. Uh, God, we've really got sidetracked now. Um, because I started minutes. flirting with you, see, I, I know. See, look how look how bashful I am, and look, you've and got, I oh, now you've, you've gone. <laughs> it's, his old, it's his older women. It's just you know, 
That's what I like. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be calling me a cougar now. <laughs> uh, has there any other questions? Not really. Everyone's just arguing with each other. That's um, it's always nice. Uh, quite a few were talking about Dunk. Quite a few people like Dunk. I like Dunk as well. He's, I yeah, too. I think, um, oh, Tupper says Azlock's 32. That's good, because I am 32. Am I? Yeah, I am 32. <laughs> what a guess. <laughs> oh, that's a great guess. That's a good guess. I'm being sold, actually. I was hoping I'd look a bit younger. Oh, I've really got distracted now. I can't find any decent <laughs> questions. We've answered, we've answered Matt Henley. I mean, this question's like, Ain Moore, a Kilman in for James. Kilman? I mean, are we really going down the Kilman route? Sure. Have you heard they're, tr- they're looking to get Nuno back? <laughs> they're not. They are. That is what I've read today. Where is Nuno now? Isn't he like... Oh, has he's he... somewhere. Has he's it? gone somewhere, right? Has yeah, he? I'm sure. Oh, God. I'm sure, I'm sure I already got a job. The only good thing about Nuno going back would be if Doherty went back to Wolves. Doherty's going to become borderline essential at Spurs. He's not going back. Okay, we've had, we've had three questions about Kilman now. So we're going to have to answer it. Let me just, let me just grab Kilman's set. So he's 4-5. Wolves' fixtures are Forest Palace, Leicester, Brentford, Brighton. That's not bad. Not horrible. They currently don't have a manager and they've conceded eight goals <laughs> in their last three games and haven't scored. No. <laughs> get, <laughs> get, get Dunk or Webster at the same price. Get Dyer, get Doherty, get Cucurella if you can afford it. Yeah, uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm, if, I'm, come on. Wolves, if, Wolves are a team to target, like not to, not to buy their players. If Wolves sign a manager... In the next week, maybe. But until they've got a manager... We, you, we've got not. a week. We've only got a few hours. There's deadlines in five hours. <laughs> yeah, but if, if you're looking... But if you're looking like... So say you, you want rid of Nico Williams as a long-term thing up until the World Cup, then I don't mind the Max Kilman thing later on. But right now, with no manager, with no wins... I mean, they're all right. They're not that bad defensively. Like the the 3-0 to Chelsea skews it quite a lot. I mean, they've been okay. There's enough clean sheets in there that they're, they're not that bad. They just don't score any goals. So Max Kilman isn't horrific. But like you say, there's loads of better options out there. The Nunless and the Spurs and the Brighton boys who we've talked about a lot. It feels like we've done a lot on Spurs and Brighton today. Mm, that's not, who would have thought that with, with us? Who would have thought? <laughs> I, I think any Wolves player is, a, is an awful option. There's a few people mentioning Johnny... Now, I mean, what's the, what's the benefit of going for Johnny over Kilman? What, you think there's going to be attacking returns? Yeah. There's not going to be any attack. It's got about three goals all season. They're all they're, they're a horrible side wolves. I, I, there's no way I would want any spot in my team being filled up with, with a, a wolves player. Side. They haven't even got any yeah. centre-back. I mean, you get Kilman. Who's he partnered with at the moment? They've been playing bloody Neves at centre-back. They went to back three with some, like, 16-year-old and Neves and Kilman <laughs> and got absolutely battered <laughs> against West Ham. No, you can do be- you can do better than Kilman. Not having it, and Johnny. Not having I've got it. Got to look either. where Nuno Espirito Santo is. Yeah, not not having it at all. Uh, he's in Saudi Arabia. So, so yeah, I knew he was somewhere. I knew he'd got a job. Yeah, there well, you go. yeah. Um, right, that's it. <laughs> oh, that's enough. That's enough. enough now. That's enough. We've I've, gone I've, wolves deep. I've, ra- I've ranted too much about about Kilman. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and watching us. It's been a really good stream. I really enjoy these. Uh, don't forget the deadline is in a couple of hours. Was it six? Six o'clock? 6.30. 6.30. Okay, so make sure your teams are locked in. Team news will be with Neil and Joe at half past Ooh. two. It won't be me. Where were you? I am getting my internet upgraded. Oh, yes. 
So I should look even better quality. Um, yeah, well, your quality video is much better than mine today. I don't know what I've done to my webcam. I'm now wondering whether my actual camera has not connected. And I've just noticed. Oh, look, here comes Jake. Um, yep, yeah, good, right. We've got massively sidetracked again. Uh, thank you, everyone. <laughs> we will be back soon. Check out Neil and Joe on the Team News to hear about Mitrovic half past two. Sam, thank you as always for joining me. And uh, we'll see you again very soon. Thanks, guys.